everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards comics with the healthy Wolverine classics Soul down below, so anything can go. Hell be exclusively filled with past enemy saber tooth. And you killed your dad for the second time in hell, man. Tell me that's not badass. Man, tell me that ain't badass. Too fast, too furious. CBMFP. Ugh, get some full throttle action. Near wrecked them. Damn near killed them. I'm Kevin. I'm Dustin. ComicBastards.com. What did they do a podcast? They gave it to us. Yeah, get some. <laughs> what do you think they gave it to us? I mean, we, uh, we they, they wouldn't to give ourselves. it to us, so we took it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. High five. Clap. There it is. Woo. Weird. Another episode. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> crazy, crazy rumblings from the lab. DC's lab, that is. Okay. We're just going to dive right into the news. There's no, no more fucking horsing around. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot more horsing around. There's going to be way too much horsing around. So DC thought the death in the family pretty much... Version 2.0. Point, point oh. Because we already did this shit like 15 years ago or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, was pretty much a success. Sales-wise. Yeah. Helped all those struggling Batman tie-in books. What do you think you do after that when you have such a success? I am going to say you do the exact same thing. Right. Only in all your other franchises. Boom. 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 Dollar bills for everyone. Swish. Making a rain. Left and right. So what would I do? Would I take book A and give it villain B? Yeah. And be like, you don't go anywhere but in this fucking book, you fucking... Hey, you... Hey, writer? Hey, uh, guy with pencil that makes this shit come alive? <laughs> you guys Guess get what? This? You just gotta sign this fucking villain. I was like, oh, I can't draw labias. I can't do this. You're like, <laughs> who'd you get? <laughs> Wait. Oh, no, no. Wrong pile here. You got... Che- the cheetah girl. <laughs> oh, did she wear pants? Not the Disney one, because we don't own them. The other one. Oh, the Cheetah Girls? They need their own comic. <laughs> no, they don't. That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they would do. <laughs> Just get canceled eventually. Snap. It's fucked up. Um, what do you think about that? About the Cheetah Girls or DC? Well, for DC, I'm assuming. What do you think about when the Cheetah Girls got canceled? You're like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, Why? And then you, pulled your, then you pulled your pants up and went outside. <laughs> Swish. This guy. Masturbation. <laughs> Good idea, you. right? I'm glad that, that had a, uh, a... an anthem behind it. Or of a chant. People... Um, well, they're doing... I don't like the idea of them focusing every comic book on their villains at one time. Because then it's like, well, why am I reading all these books if they're all doing the exact same thing? Just... Here's my take on but it. But it's the thing. You want to see it. what they're doing, though. You're like, oh, what? I get Yeah, you're always going to hook someone in for one issue for morbid curiosity. But it just seems like if you're really wanting to make this a a marketable endeavor, you would do the same thing you did with Death in the Family. Give each book or each 
little block or whatever because you know they kind of block them together like here's all the superman books here's all the right the dark books or whatever they call them um and i think it'd be more interesting if you just spotlighted six months for that franchise and then do the next one because that would get people going and hooked onto it more rather than just being like floodgates all at once oh what's that writer you had uh this storyline going on well now you're doing this because we needed to hit this month so they're gonna try to shoehorn it and they're gonna be like oh i gotta drop what i'm doing to work your stupid angle in with the villains yeah so because i guess a bunch of creators have kind of been rumbling of like what the fuck why is this being forced upon me not like this is my own creative choice it's like no this is being forced upon and i guess some creators want to switch their books and shit too and really yeah i'm like all right whatever well i can see it like if hey you know when you finish your arc or when you can start planting seeds for this to work it in that would be great i mean i guess that would be a little butthurt too if they're just like hey beckham you got to flip that book and put uh the tit monster in there i'm like tit monster consider it done (laughs) yeah i mean it seems like this is kind of their answer to um more of a crossover than anything else and it's kind of like Oh, how do we do a crossover without doing a crossover? Because DC's is receptive to fans' input of, like, they don't want a crossover. And granted, Marvel says, well, they still sell, so we still do them. And it works for the Marvel fans, granted. But DC's kind of catering to, like, a new fan that is just like, well, fuck a crossover. I don't give a fuck. Right. And I I kind of respect that. But then to, yeah, I mean, I don't want a bunch of creators just half-heartedly writing a villain that they don't want to use into a book well yeah it's like when you go to work and you have to do something you weren't stoked on or didn't have a plan on doing and it just gets like i guess it's not so much work just anything in life that you just get yeah sideswiped with you're like oh you show up expecting a and you end you, up getting b and you're yeah. like oh that's kind of yeah it just takes you out of your funk your groove or whatever but you're kind of like oh i was jamming on this and now you've derailed that yeah, especially if you're writing because it's not like they write an issue at a time yeah you know, they're scheduled six months out so they're writing six months out sometimes you know like uh hickman on the new avengers they released that they were already on issue 10 the book hasn't even dropped issue one yet right I mean, it's right. shipping twice a month but still you know like that's how far out he has already written is <laughs> you know they were able to produce material for issue 10 so he's probably on issue 20 let's say after that yeah, I mean, it makes sense, but I don't think the writer should really complain because yeah, you write for job. comic books, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you have like one of the best jobs on the planet, and people would kill you twice over. And you have one of the best writing jobs on the planet. Exactly. Outside of doing a full-length novel, really, yeah. if you think about it. Or writing some blockbuster movie you know that's going to get made and do yeah. well, which, who knows. But, so, yeah, you write for fucking comic books, dude, so... Quit your fucking bitching. Pull up the big boy pants. Put your hand in there. Grab your balls like you're a man and sound off. Go. Oh, I got to your woman and then grab your veg and check know, it. Check it for lumps. Tighten up. Ooh, tighten up, girls. Yes, tighten know, up. Some, everyone do some Kegel exercises. No, or something. Ooh, no loosey goosey here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, the point is, don't complain. Yeah. And grab whatever you got in your pants and hold strong. Yeah. We'll get through this. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. The results, they're positive. No! <laughs> Bob Harris 
get impregnated half as a staff. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bob's like, that's total bullshit. It's more like three fourths. None of this half shit. I don't do half. <laughs> yeah. I don't get 50%. It's something higher. He's like, I'm really glad I don't listen to these douchebags. Yeah. I'd be real upset right now. He probably doesn't even know what a podcast is, to be honest. He's like, is that like when the record player's in my ear? Like, yes. But it knows my name. Listen, I want you to put that comic bastard podcast on that vinyl I have over there. Figure it out. I want to hear what these fuckers are saying about me. Someone load up the <laughs> WWW for me. Uh-oh. Grandpa needs his medicine. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. So... So that's uh, we'll see what happens. I guess uh, I'll keep reading the books that I am reading, and yeah, I don't see this enticing people to read books they weren't reading. Yeah, Unless, like there's a, I mean, I shouldn't say that there could be a villain that someone's a fan of that they haven't been using, and if they bring that's that true. person back, that's true. So it could be yeah. a win for some people. They're just like, oh, I get to see. Yeah, rumors are that the Riddler will actually be showing up in the Batman books. Fucking, what a, what, cool. Uh, what a, uh, He's not that's, terrible. That, that's but what I think. Uh, yeah, no one's really <laughs> used him to. Well, no one detects shit anymore, so who gives a shit? I mean, yeah, no. they're just gonna read a fucking Laffy Taffy and figure out what he's saying, <laughs> and then do the Laffy Taffy dance. <laughs> well, he'll probably be leaving Laffy Taffy rappers as yeah. his clues. He's like these are the only riddles I know. Yeah, then. I used all the good material back when people detected shit. Like we get it, dude. You got no more fucking tricks left. <laughs> He's like, I got one. Relevancy. I've been a woman the whole time. Pulls down his pants. Pee pee pops actually... out. The riddle's on you guys, huh? <laughs> Riddle me this. Pee pee in my pants. And... Yeah, get the dog. <laughs> like, aren't you a dude? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just do the lipstick that said you're a woman and it dropped trout in front of me. That's a whole different bad guy right there. Cave yeah. <laughs> Crusader's got a fucking problem. He's like, I really don't like this part of town. He's like, we put People this... be flashing me left and right. Not a lot of crime other than the pee pee flashing. Not, and you're not the Riddler, okay? You're just you're just a dude that needs help. <laughs> or a girl. I don't know anymore. <laughs> You I gotta get, get out of Gotham. Also, you need to stop stealing Laffy Taffy. That's the only reason I showed up. Can we put this guy in another Batman book? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna show up in... Perhaps the Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> Nightwing's like, whoa. Alright. I'm not complaining. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tackle this problem Head face off. first. <laughs> well. Oh, we shouldn't make Nightwing jokes. We'll have to end up apologizing like the... Uh, Guardian of the Galaxy's director. Oh yeah, the... I made a bunch of tasteless jokes, and now I have to apologize for them. Yeah, but he's later. a huge director that is responsible for his it own was PR. His second annual posting of that, like, <laughs> yeah. Hi guys, it's not like he didn't have a track record. Yeah, he's but second annual. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, the guy. I know just... that some of that was a bit ridiculous. Like. Do you remember the story? It was James Gunn, I believe. Yeah, James Gunn, he posted 50 superheroes you want to have sex with. And right. let his fans pick, and then he gave commentary. And, you know, some of it was just, like, crude schoolboy stuff, like, that you might hear. Might hear two pricks on yeah, a two pricks similar 
topic. <laughs> you know, I mean, I read some. They they made me chuckle. Others, I was just like, eh. yeah. You know, with I mean, a title like that, what kind of response do you think? I'm gonna lay her down real nice, caress her hair, and romanticize her all night long. I'm gonna wake up half bed and breakfast. No, you're not. He's like, I'm gonna plow that butthole. I'm dirty. <laughs> Right, pretty much. There you go. I mean, what what did you expect out of that? I mean, I saw the movie Super. It was whatever. And that's the thing is it was also at the time that Super was coming out. Right. So it was kind of like I mean, Ellen little... Page is cute as a button in there and a little, a little dirty. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If was you want to see Ellen was... Page a little dirty, if you guys Super. saw Super, you know she's in it. She's, I don't think she's a lot a of people did. I saw it. I, I'm gonna I drop understand a, that you I'm gonna saw drop a spoiler it. on you in a minute. You keep it up. <laughs> Just saying, I don't think a lot of others. That's true. Saw it. Well, we got him the Guardians of the Galaxy job. Yeah. So we'll see if he gets to keep it, though. I mean, he, his apology was very, you know, bullshit internet. <laughs> no, nah, I mean it sounded. Whoever wrote it, or if he wrote it, you know, he made it believable. I don't know if it's sincere. I don't yeah, know, man. It's like, so. Well, it's going to be sincere. You might lose a job for it and get your whole public image tarnished. Yeah. And that's a fucked up thing. It's like a year and a half old. It's hey, like, man. Well, watch what you say. Yeah. You know I mean? There you go. Everybody knows, and we've stated a billion times, we say all this stuff in jest for good fun. So Yeah. We don't mean to hurt people's feelings. We hurt your feelings. Anyway. Stop being a bitch. But. <laughs> <laughs> and with that note. So... I don't know how we got on that subject, but that's how we got on that subject. Well, night might be a little old now. Oh yeah, we no, yeah, it's way old, but whatever. You probably thought about it. You're like, I mean, it was old. I got tired of hearing about it, and then I got tired of hearing about the apology, and then who knows? Maybe this is so old now. Maybe he just got fired, and we don't even know. Because <laughs> it's not like Dizzy's going to announce that he lost the job until they have someone to replace him. Right, you'll to just be honest. Like, you'll just see him at White Castle serving you a bun. Still in your buns. I was an up and coming, yeah. and now I'm just not washing my hands before I serve you Shut your, your burgers. <laughs> Shut your face, James, to get those fucking fries on the grits. Guess my name's James now. I don't fucking care anymore. It's James Gunn, right? Or is that his name? Uh, is it James or Jim? Jim James. What the fuck? <laughs> I guess. Whatever. It's not like I'm hanging out with him later, anyway. Hey, he calls up. He's like, "I love your guys' podcast. <laughs> Can I get on that? You want to do this year's fifty superheroes? I want to have sex with." No, man. We respect people too much for that. No, we don't want to. Yeah. We don't fantasize about having sex with fictional fictional characters outside of a podcast where we basically did that. So. <laughs> that is old news, my friend. By old news, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, catch us on two thousand thirteen. So there you go. A little controversy for everybody. Yeah, that's nice. I'm sure, a lot of people are just like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Give who, it who cares, dude? You, you... Talk about that week again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so what? Uh, what do you want to do? You, uh, I know you for a long while have had a not so much of a beef with the X Men, but maybe they were a little bit broken. Yeah, I mean. I got my toolbox right here. Oh, then then it's official. Just picture me hitting on aluminum. Gun, 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 gun. Some sound that is fixing things. <laughs> Jessica Bill, the CBMFP, Comic Bastards. Kevin's with them. We're going to fix the X-Men. We are. X-Men, um, there's about a billion versions of them. 
I think I'm pretty sure team wise, book wise. Yeah, different roster changes and I mean they such. they throw the name X Men around, so it's like a filthy whore you don't want to touch. It's just used <laughs> and just how do you make it pristine? How do you bring it back to its glory? Because I remember back in the day, you like X Men, but like fuck yeah, dude, fuck yeah, X Men, Marvel's number one book, fuck yeah. And then think of the X Men; it was their number one book for so long especially after the 90s and they just kind of let it taper off like they just assumed they cruise could, control right yeah they assumed they could throw whatever top tier talent they had working for the company at the time on it they let chris claremont come back on it and that was it they were just like they assumed big name writer big name artist done we don't need to focus on anything mm. and then you know bendis shows up starts kicking ass with the avengers and all of a sudden no one gives a fuck about the x-men and they're right. like oh shit this used to just sell automatically like right. uncanny x-men used to be the book like the standard that diamond would base sales off of wow and now it's batman because it, batman sales are consistent like more consistent than uncanny x-men right so um yeah it's just it's been really broken and i kind of i want to say i blame grant morrison but definitely after his departure marvel was just like they didn't know how to follow hold, it. They were just left holding their their dick in their hands, and they right. didn't know what to do. Um, That's a HR nightmare. <laughs> yeah, and they they really just they had no plan. They were just like, let's just do some, you know, cross series uh, crossovers, which are always kind of cool in X Men. You know, you start in Uncanny, it goes to X Men, mm-hmm. goes to it touches everything, X Force, whatever. Yeah, related. you get the next chapter, and you kind of don't feel cheated buying it because you're just like, oh, whatever. You know, I'm getting like the entire story in two and a half months instead of having this spread throughout the entire fucking year. Right. Um, so yeah, for starters to fix X-Men, you just got to get rid of Cyclops and power. You think it's him, no longer interesting. Cause him calling the shots. I find personally, it's a little annoying. He's kind of a douche. He is. He's kind of a douche, but here's the biggest problem with him calling the shots is he has no end game. They've never thought of an end game for him. Magneto, kill all the humans. Mm. Done. That's his end game. Xavier, unite ex, or, you know mutants, the mutants and humans. And humans coexist. That was yeah. That was his end game. They were yin and yang. They were yeah. Exactly. Cyclops is just like just yell at motherfuckers. We gotta survive. That's it. He's just like we're gonna survive. We're gonna do this. <laughs> now he's from the Lower East Side. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Grew up in an orphanage. That's Fuck true. knows what this guy. He could have picked up this time. Thanks <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> out with a bunch of dirty orphans. What other accents gonna rub out, <laughs> off on him? You know, it's true. So that's my biggest. Like, you want to fix X Men, you need to establish that yin and yang. Like you said, that's right. actually kind of a perfect analogy. You need that one big villain, and it's not Mister Sinister. So stop going to that fucking well. You mm-hmm. tapped it too many times. It's not Apocalypse. You burnt that well out towards yeah. no. It used to be one of your most interesting storylines. Apocalypse showed up. You were like, "Oh fuck, this shit's gonna get real." Who are the new four horsemen? And now it's just like whatever. There's like a hundred of them. It's like a hundred four horsemen. Yeah, it's like who gives a fuck? Um, you just need to start over. You need a new villain. You need some mutant that's grown up in the pits of I don't know, fucking some slave town somewhere in the world that no one gives a shit about real fucking angry yeah and he's just like angry and he's just like i'm gonna send the world a message you need to make them a threat that they have something to fight for because the x-men without something to fight against is uninteresting and right now all they're fighting against is humans 
And that kind of makes them look like assholes. Assholes and terrorists. I'm really a human. Does, I don't need know? to deal with that shit. I don't need that fucking mutant breaking my balls. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just that's what you really need is you need a a villain. And if you want to put Magneto back in that role, that's fine. But stop treating him like an old ass man that can't get shit done. Because yeah, he seems kind of inept right now. Like he's just like, uh, did I fart or was it <laughs> exactly? <laughs> I mean, sure he banged Rogue in that one issue, but you know, no one's allowed to talk about that. Yeah, because then kind of you lose, like, and then you're you know, just like tons God. of respect for Rogue. Yeah, well, yeah, I totally did because he was like, <laughs> I know how to neutralize your power. I'm like that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, use. What? Magnets. How? <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking like, refrigerator magnet. Like, I put magnet. little magnets all over my old ass body. <laughs> Hold on, I need to take out Viagra before we start, you know? Hold on, I want to cruise by the high schools to try that line. Hey, <laughs> sweet cheeks. <laughs> Sugar snatch. Come here. <laughs> I He's back again. This old <laughs> that guy. creepy mutant He's in that this, flying car. This floating asshole with a fucking gumball on his head. This <laughs> whole leave me alone. Yeah. Um, I voted for Kelly, okay? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, at least my dad did. That doesn't ruin it for me. <laughs> uh, it, like, you need that kind of... And granted, I didn't finish Adventure versus X-Men. I'm sure it turned out the same way it started. Boring and ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Um, but you need that, like, threat other than just the X-Men cells being the threat. So basically, you they, need... They need a cause to... To rally you need behind. a decent bad guy, not one that you can d dismiss in a couple of issues. Yeah, you need someone that you know, they're them being the bad guy. They're driven more by you know a bigger picture. Yeah, something like global in a way, or I know more epic. Yeah, because right now all they're doing is fighting against their own extinction, and that's not exciting. You know, it's, it's not, not exciting, like... and it's been done. Chris Claremont did it. Leave it alone. Yeah, <laughs> like. How much more do you need to fuck that up? Just leave it alone and think of something new for them to do. What about the roster? Do you need like the roster to change? Or do you, you just do. go back to the core? No, I think the core is done and it's dead and boring. Like you need you almost need to have such a variety of personalities on each team now. To make the Instead people just go back to their comfort rosters of like, right. oh I like Colossus and Nightcrawler and shit working together, even though Nightcrawler's dead. Who knows? He could be back alive. Yeah, it's whatever's convenient. You know, throw Wolverine on every team and call it good. Like, I think they've learned they can't just throw Wolverine on every team. That kind of irks me regardless. I know... It, it Yeah, it does. It, it irks everyone, I think. I'm like, why the... Especially since he doesn't show up and do anything. Yeah. He's a real pussy right now. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. You're, you run a school? You fucking douche. You need yeah. to go out. You need to drink, do drugs, kill things. But that's the and... thing is, like... The X-Men, compared to... He doesn't have to do drugs. I don't condone Wolverine. Doing, like, he could. It wouldn't affect him. It's true, but then why does he drink? Because the Hizla factor would he just, just nullify likes... the whole... He just likes the idea of drinking yeah. and smoking. Yeah. He doesn't smoke anymore, though. He's not allowed to. That's weird. So, um... I totally derailed my <laughs> process of... Wait, uh... You said uh, the new lineup. You said you needed oh, a new Oh, no, lineup. no. Okay, so, like, X-Men, compared to, say, something like avengers or you know just any marvel titles any like team books right yeah any team books well even even any of their other franchises they are treated like their age which is 67 years old sometimes right. rather than this is always new this is always new this mm -hmm. has only been like five months you know 
that it constantly reminds Scott that he used to be a teenager and stuff. And, you know, and Spider-Man is kind of the only other character that catches that flag, but no one goes to Hulk like, I remember when you were 22. <laughs> you young little pup, you could, you could punch through 15 buildings and not right. get tired, you know? Like, no one does that. But with X-Men, they're constantly just like, I remember when I was a kid. In your spot right now, looking up at me, my one eye. <laughs> I got a fart. Hold on, you know? You just like... Just that whole, they just need to remember comics are timeless. And yeah, you stop trying to date them. And yeah, you if can't you do acknowledge be... that they've been fighting this fight for 20 years or whatever, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't do that. Otherwise, it does just sort of get to the point where, yeah, Scott sounds like a whiny old man. Wolverine sounds like a whiny old man. Xavier sounds like a really whiny old oh, man. man. Magneto's on his death door and just like, <laughs> whatever, man, just don't fucking kill me. I don't care. <laughs> Like that's it. Maybe you do, do that. Anything. Maybe you break up the X Men, just you know, and then follow them throughout in the X title book, and then have them, you know, you pick your team, you disband it or whatever because it's irrelevant. Because it, that's what it sounds like to me is like a lot of the story arcs they've kind of just gotten themselves into a corner yeah. where they're irrelevant. They're like, what are we even fighting for? Just break them up. I think you need new leadership. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. I would break them up and then be like, <laughs> you led a team before. Well, you don't get to anymore. Done. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go to the same, like you said, the same roster. I'd spice it up. I'd have them all disband because, you know, well, they're like, oh, we just got to stay relevant. He's like, well, why are we going to try to fight it? Let's just, you know, break up and go low key and just go with the flow. I'm going to go get a house in New Hampshire somewhere and fucking, you know, play as, you know, a normal dude. I'm not going to be a mutant yeah. running around starting shit. Well, I think that's also what's been missing, too, is they have this whole, like, we're a nation, we're people now. And yeah, you don't get that. Like I'm the mutant in hiding. You know, I'm living in fear day to day of yeah. being discovered. That's what I. That's what I would do. And then I would have him. And then you start slowly. You have this bad guy come out of nowhere, and then he calls him out. He was just like, "Hey, yeah. I know you're out there. You know what I mean." And either he chooses, he tricks them. Maybe he just has this big positive message. Gets them all together. Maybe he's a self hating mutant or something. I don't know. And he wipes them out. And then that forces them to get back together to stop some guy. Yeah. And then after that, you can decide another story arc or whatever. Hey, do we keep being this X-Men team or do we just break apart again? We came together to stop this guy. And, you know, have the struggles like that. That can last a good two, three years if you do it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would do something like that just to make it each. And then you can build into each character and make them interesting. So then when they get on the team again, you actually have these dynamics of personalities instead of going, you're Snake and you're... Well, that's the thing is they need the Girl dynamic because right now it's like the, they write the characters like the characters are super comfortable with each other. Yeah. And so, yeah, everyone kind of goes, well, Scott, I think you're kind of wrong on this one. But then that's it. Then they're like, but I'm still going to go do what you told me to do. Yeah. You know? And it's like same thing with Wolverine. It's like, oh, Wolverine, I think you're kind of a kind of a big butt cheese on about this. But mm -hmm. all right, let's go. Good. Let's go do it. And it's like they need to. You know, the reason people love Scott and Wolverine's relationship is because they're always willing to challenge each other. Yeah. But they don't have anyone else challenging them. Yeah, it's just... So, and it's not like everyone needs to be like, well, I'm throwing an opinion in here. But you need those moments where different characters take time to go and... So it's like, this toolbox is a little different because we're not just sitting there going, this is the one true story path you need to do. There's just a lot of little things that they need to tweak yeah. in order to get stuff not to be so stale like there's so many ideas that are pretend like potentially awesome that could come from just these minor little tweaks yeah and really just stop going to the same well so 
well, who knows? I mean, I know the the Marvel Now stuff. It's kind of following the same path already, but I mean, I'm going to read the uh, couple of X titles that came out, so we'll see what they do. Yeah, I think it's like two X-Men titles from Bendis have already dropped. I haven't read them yet. Who knows? Maybe they're the shit, but I have a feeling it might just end up being like his ultimate X-Men run, only he can use different people. So, who knows? Too early to say, but I guess we will see what happens. So, I know, and you know, that a book was coming out that we were really looking forward to. Been waiting waiting for this for a while. Been waiting for this since I finished the last panel of the last series. Very true. second that book closed, I was like, I need more, and I demand it. Right now. It's my money, and I want it now. (laughs) (laughs) What's the name of that book? Um... The first series was the. I'm gonna fuck it up right now. Yep. Well, let's just go. To let's the... go to the the Legend of Luther Strode. Yay. Is the book we're talking about. I cannot remember for the life of me. I think it was the. It doesn't matter. Strange um, cases is wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong, but yeah. So we're talking about the Legend of Luther Strode, the second volume in the trilogy has come out. Uh, by Justin Jordan, art by Trad Moore, and coloring by Philippe Sorberio. Mm, Sorry close. about that. I didn't, you know. Philippe's found a new person to hate, and he Dustin. He's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> but, uh, so. Story takes place five years later. Five years later from the first one. Fucking awesome already. I was like, oh, good. You got these uh, two small time thugs sitting in this street side, a highway side hotel. Yep. Um, just. Doing what thugs do, counting money, making promises to kill people <laughs> to each other. Yeah. Waiting for their hookers or something to come back. They get a they get a knock at the door. And the big dude, the biggest dude, who might have fleas, he looks at the peephole and then Fucking Luther Strode's fist goes through the door, blows the guy's head off. Literally looks like he had a grenade in his mouth, and it just it just it yeah. created this vacuum hole that blows <laughs> this dude's head smooth the fuck off. It is so awesome. Like I was reading this in front of Kevin, I was like, oh, it just like makes noises come out. Oh, that's what we do. We read comics in front of each other. <laughs> yeah. Um. And that's, that's it. You, creepy when just you that uh, drenched in shadows, this man looming over to the little scrub. And you know this dude's fucking worm food. Yeah, and he's just like, oh. And the guy's like, oh, God, you're real. You're real. You're him. And then next scene, you just see Luther Strode in his really shitty apartment. And he just has a wall of driver's license. Yeah, just of dirty assholes he's killed. And basically, yeah. he's on this tear because his whole life of these five years just been consumed by uh fucking fucking dudes up that are bad guys yeah he's just been that crazy vigilante hero and so then we flip over to like kind of like the villains there's this organized crime guy who's just take o- taken over for his father and they're just basically trying to figure out if this guy is the legend is true and is the legend of luther Strong. right roared in the streets there's this dude going around fucking everybody up yeah because he just kind of kills, like, small-time crook after, like, really small-time here, there, you know, whatever. And just dwindling their numbers. And so they set him up, basically. They had these two outside guys to try to gang. kill him. He has, like, a, a group yeah, of Yeah, they have thugs. their, like, own gang. 
and uh, you just the show just goes ahead and fucking does work. Yeah, destroys it. Drives a van through a building while he's riding underneath it. Takes the dude's head off with a manhole cover. Yeah, that was fucking sweet. It is everything that was great about the first volume, especially the ass in because you know it doesn't start off super violent. The the first volume. No, it eases you in. Yeah, but this one was just like not holding back. Full yeah. force, we're here. You know? Yeah, you it, know the score. Let's do this. You know it. I mean, it doesn't pull any punches because it's like, hey, you know, he's a fucking juggernaut that's going to destroy. And they sprinkle some story around Luther destroying. I mean, it's nothing that's going to blow your mind. And if you're a fan of the first one, I won't spoil it for you, but you're gonna, you'll appreciate this one hundred percent. Yeah, it's it, it like, and that's what I liked about it a lot. Like, I love that the same team came back. And I love that it kept the same feel and pacing and tempo and stuff. Like, there's just like something, there's something special about the book when you read it, and it's still it's still there. And I think the number one thing for me was the dialogue. Like, I literally felt like I never left. Exactly. It reads like the same book. It has the same kind of mannerisms to the, mm-hmm. the tone of the guys, and, and you know, the over the top kind of bad guys are just like, oh, you know, I'm. I'm hard as fuck, you know. And then the other guy's like, "Oh, but your special, your special unit was killed." And he's like, "Ah, they were just lucky. They're, they're just lucky and had a lot of attitude. That was it." You know, I like that yeah. explanation. He's like, "They weren't shit. Like, I haven't called in the good shit. This is just, you know, some thugs we could get." And make, if they if they succeed in killing them, cool. If they didn't, whatever. You know, it was just a uh, it was just a test. They were testing the waters. Yeah. And. Art is just as amazing. Coloring is just as just like vibrant. Yeah, I think when you said before. it feels like you never left is yeah. just one hundred percent. I mean, it just looks it's just seamless from the first book or first series, which is insanely important, I think. And yeah, well, I mean, especially since there's been some time off, but yeah, I mean, I especially a series like this, you have to. I'm so glad the whole team's back and on board. And at this point, I'd say they probably have the whole series done, which is great because then it's just going to be month after month after month. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's just really good. It's just as good as it was before. We'll try not to, like, talk about it every fucking month like we did before. But it's going to be really hard because this book is just so much fun. And it's it's honestly like one of my favorite comic book series and it's becoming one of my all-time favorite comic book series where i'm just like oh luther strode luther strode it's awesome and i love that it's like the legend of luther strode and that his character has become a legend like that title is accurate for what's going on in the story it just shows how the story is going to move leaps and bounds and that character is becoming bigger and bigger in the in his own world not that you know yeah it's just a natural progression it's good to see the story moving forward and and this one seems kind of simple, but you know it's going to tie into that bigger yeah. plot of there's, like where this power comes from. Yeah, and, there's you know. always other assholes that are better than you. So yeah, so I really can't wait to see that. There you go. Part plan. Go get it. Go if you didn't pick it up, you should pick buy it up. Two. Yeah, buy two. Yeah. No, don't do that. Don't be an asshole. I'd like to get a coffee. Well, go ahead, and buy two. <laughs> Damn, just buy them all. Just, just so, you know, support the book. Really purchase. Don't be be a douche. there you go it's uh luther strode get him what else have you uh been reading i read a book called alpha girl 
The book still come out? book still comes out. This is the last issue. I've been reading this since, I don't know, February or something? I feel like you've been talking about this book forever. I don't think I've, I've reviewed it a couple of times on ComicBastards.com, but I can't that. really recall no, talking about it on the podcast. Maybe, I don't know, briefly. But it, like Maybe I, you did once. But it's been so long that I don't think like no you... No one's going to remember you talked about it. And no one's going to remember this book still comes out. I don't know if it was just like a scheduling thing or whatever. I knew it was a miniseries, so I was like, did this go really delayed ongoing all of a sudden or something? Yeah, it's just... It's weird. It is weird. Um, I don't know. I don't even know where if anybody's followed. But basically, it's the last book. Um... At the end of the, was it issue five or four? Shit, who knows? Uh, three main characters were in this, they were on this bridge trying to, they're basically still trying to save this chick's brother from this. They're uh, still on that? Still on that. This juvie, like, fucking, <laughs> like, crazy house, basically. They finally get through, they lose the penny chick with the big knockers that the Frank guy was in love with. And you're what like, a shame! Yeah, and she just kind of—they just kind of write her out. Like they crash, they go flying off a bridge in the end of the last issue, and she just doesn't make it, which is fine. They don't find her body, so it's like whatever. They don't double his airbags. I don't—is that a boob joke? Yes. Okay, then they do not. So they finally get to the home for juvenile offenders, and of course, don't forget there's still zombies and stuff running amok and crazies. Break in, uh, kill a couple of zombies here and there. Find out. Where the brothers at? More zombie killing. More zombie hole. killing. Yeah. <laughs> Mouthing off too much. So basically, they just go through the whole penitentiary and uh, penitentiary, <laughs> uh, <laughs> juvenile place, which is weird because there's a couple of characters who are like you're in juvie. You're like 82 years old. What the? <laughs> they don't let you out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a couple of people they find that are still in like the... Maybe he just doesn't know what juvenile, you know, whoever wrote this is, doesn't know what a juvie is. Well, He's I mean, like, oh, I think it is. I a... was like a prison for everyone. <laughs> I think it is a guy, but just the way he's drawn, he looks like older. Yeah. Um, so they go through and they find all the cells and they, um, there's a dude in there and they're like, hey, fuck, fuck that guy, leave him in there. And they finally come across the brother. Why would you save anyone else here? It's not like they got here it's by being anarchy. upstanding citizens. Um, so the brothers. We like, might need a wild card out there. No, it's true to survive. The chick's like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and let him out because nobody should be, nobody should die like that. And I was like, well, that's gonna bite you in the ass. So they let this this fucking asshole out. Keep going down the line, fight some more zombies, get the brother out. Brother's like, oh, I drink all the you know the fucking toilet water just to stay alive. And they're like, oh well, you're a hero. They get him, <laughs> give him some water, and <laughs> and he's like, no, and no. The other guy they released first is. He's like, I'm a wait. No, they didn't release him yet. He's still back there. Uh, I, was I was like, that's pretty fucked up that they uh, let him out before the brother. But so they let the brother out, and he goes back for his bunny rabbit because he's crazy. I don't know. Because he's nine. No, he's like fifteen or thing. He's a teenager. Just enough to go to juvie. Whatever. So anyway, they release all the the the, the juvenile hall looks like a fucking hardcore supermax. So they go, they're like, all right, they're going to release Stand the dude. Stand by my first statement then, that they don't know what Juvie is. Basically, they open up all the doors and shit, and dude gets out, and it's total fucking anarchy with zombies, and they're trying to make Does their way like, through. Does it look like Sean Penn Bad Boys, that type of Juvie, you know? Because that one was pretty hard as fuck. This is, yeah, this is some scared straight shit. Okay. So dude ends up finding the bunny, 
the guy that they let out, Cole cocks the fucking chick. And she's like, you little bitch, I'm going to kill you. She ends up choking him out with her nunchucks, busting him in the face. Making their way out. Busting a nut in his face. There's some chick there, and the zombie chick shows her tits. The brother goes to fucking ogle the tits. Gets bit. It's been a while. Gets bit? Yeah. Seriously? They drive all this way for this asshole, and he gets bit looking at boobies? Yeah. That's real stupid. God. This, uh... Little does he know, the world's falling apart. There's gonna be boobies hanging out everywhere. It's true. There's this gang of, like, uh... Hillbilly guys that been has been following them on the side. We'll get you, motherfuckers. Kills them. They end up killing them, taking their ride. I mean, it's kind of cool when they kill them. It's like pretty graphic, blowing their heads off. So you're like, this is kind of cool. And then they're like, that's it. They're all like, oh, we rescued the brother. We made it out. Three of us are alive. Uh, the end. And then the brother, he got bit, but he's fucking nuttier than a squirrel's turd. And no he's talking. knows the difference. And no one knows because he's out there talking to the bunny. He's like, oh, maybe we'll kill these motherfuckers. Bunny's like, yeah, maybe we will. Bunny high five. And they're, like, they're sleeping <laughs> in the fucking front. Ha 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 ha. The end. Alpha Girl. I will just say that if I was buying this series, you probably. And that was your ending. Well, first of all, I read the first issue and I said, I'm not buying this series any further. I would be pretty pissed off at that fucking ending. Yeah. That it's, is just... It's kind of a cop-out ending. It's just like, there hey... There is wacky more. balls. All yeah. Over. It was just kind of... What it really felt like... I think I said this in one of my reviews. It was like... The two guys just came in a room and just started brainstorming ideas. Wrote, wrote down the ideas they liked and just tried to like shoehorn it into the book. And if it worked, it worked. If it didn't... So they didn't follow whatever. their own natural progression of... The writing. They were just like, no, we got to get to that one idea. We're not willing to let it go. That's what it kind of felt like. I mean, like, you're going to introduce these weird character things for the brother. But I've never seen the brother. I've seen him for, like, here and there in the very beginning, maybe issue one and two. I've forgotten all about him. And it just basically became the couple's journey to get to him and all the wackiness they have to go through to get to him. That's what I assume. Got brother. Yeah, we made it. What happened about the world? We ain't looking back. Let's just keep driving. You know what I mean? I would have been fine with that. What's weird is they spent all that time explaining where the zombie virus, which in a way it wasn't really a zombie virus. It was just like pheromone virus, we could say. That yeah. ended up making these women kind of crazy zombies. And that's, yeah. It's like they kind of. That's it. They just explain it and they were like, okay. Yeah. It's like they just <laughs> like, cherry picked ideas. Like they wanted to stick with it. Okay. And then it felt like the last three issues of it. They were just like, ah, fuck, let's just have fun with it and just blow up and shoot a bunch of shit. Because there's a lot of dumb shit that doesn't really like make a lot of logical sense, even in a crazy, wacky apocalypse. Yeah, like the fact she aged enough to drive when in the first what? issue, I think she was like, I don't 12. think yeah, I don't, I don't think that this is the way they were drawn or something. I don't, they, don't, they never really say they're just basically teenagers. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that, but hmm. I don't know. Like I can see yeah, this, there is a lot of guts exploding. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool. Like I will say that if you want to see. Stuff get shot and zombie boobs. I think it's just it's just a hoot of a book. Who doesn't want to see zombie boobs. Yeah, if you're gonna read the book for like, I'm gonna break this book down and find out all the problems and the inconsistency and the logical faux pas. No, you're gonna not enjoy. Then it. you'll stop reading after first issue. Like exactly. <laughs> but if you're gonna just read it just to have a good time, then yeah, you should probably pick it up. I mean, I can't. It, it's like mindless fun. I could see it being a movie, like at the drop of a hat. Hmm. I can see somebody picking this up and turning Maybe it to. Maybe that's why it took so long to finish. Mm, no, you didn't. 
I don't know. Maybe no, you didn't. Did Maybe you did. Alpha girl. I should make a book called Zombie Boobs. I don't know what it'd be about what, other than... What's in the book, you think? I'm going to say side boob. A lot of side boob. Hmm. And um, of the zombie variety, perhaps. Okay, okay. And I don't know. Maybe we can just piece together a thinly veiled plot line to go with that. <laughs> to get more full boob instead yeah. of just side boob? Yeah. That's what well, I think the first issue should be all side boob. You know, just really just tease. <laughs> just a real big tease. Big zombie tick. I wanted to see rotting zombie boobs, and you gave me side boob. <laughs> so a big rotten zombie cock tease. Yeah. Book. Next issue. Just side bulge. Yeah. <laughs> Half chubs. Yeah, half chubs everywhere. Half zombie chubs. <laughs> then in the sixth issue, that's when you just go full fucking frontal everything. Right. Just it's just really just like zombie bush. Tasteful pinups too. <laughs> like no story. You're just like, here you go. Here's the issue we promised you from the beginning. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck is this? And they buy it and they'd be like, I didn't buy the other fucking five, but this one is a winner. This touched me. Five out of five. <laughs> I wonder if people do that. Why don't they just stand there and just rate books in the store? This is a 10 out of 10. Well, my money back. This is more like a 1. <laughs> Listen, no returns, asshole. Hey, wait, wait, you didn't even buy that yet. He just drops it, runs, no runs into the glass. He's like, ah, I forgot this is a pole door. Why would you run into the glass? Because it's a pole door. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Well, I read some shit. I bet you did. What did it start with? A, a T, technically. Oh, it's the shadow, I bet. It is the shadow. What? I'm so yeah, you good. You can see my screen. This is cheating. Um, yeah, I got the I got a chance to read volume one of the Shadow from Dynamite. Uh, there was a lot of big hubbub about that book, right? Yeah, yeah. Garth Ennis, right in the shadow. Um, just never really got a chance to check it out. It just came out an awkward time where I was like, ah, I don't fucking, I don't feel like shelling out four bucks for this, you know, and all five hundred of your covers. Um, so I got an early look at the trade paperback, which collects, I believe, it was six issues. Yeah, six issues because it's, it's like chapter one, chapter two. Uh-huh. I have to say, this is probably some of Garth Ennis's finest writing. Really? Yeah, because he does not rely on over-the-top violence or just, just really, he just doesn't rely on over-the-top violence, and he really crafts a cool, like, lore the shadow and just really puts all these pieces together meticulously and it's set in like a couple years before world war ii mm-hmm. and the shadow and i'm just gonna call him the shadow just for simplicity's that's sake that's fine is working as a secret agent essentially for the u.s government and they're trying to find this um like everyone keeps calling it like magical rocks, magical rocks that uh, someone found in China, and this this m- big Mongolian guy. That's what he is. His name's the Buffalo. No, I thought you were gonna say something else. No, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm sure I can think of. Never mind. So he sends it out to like one to Russia, one to Germany, one to Britain, one to the U.S., and one to Japan. And this is at a time when Japan is occupying China. Right. And um, that's why the Chinese hate him so much, by the way. It is, actually. Because, yeah, when he, 
starts the book off with every fucking reason they could possibly have for not oh, yeah. liking them. And you're just like, holy shit. Um, and so it just, that's how the book starts. It's like very serious, very somber. You're just like, this, this is fucking war. Like, and then it starts with the shadow staking out this thing on the dock where the ship was supposed to come in with the contents, like these rocks that everyone's looking for. And, um, and he tells the guys on the docks, he's like, hey, I'm here for the, these two motherfuckers and these two motherfuckers only. He's like, give them up and go. You're just hired guns. I don't have any, you know, I don't need to kill you tonight, essentially, is what he, what he tells him. He's like, I may kill you again, like, later on, but I don't need to kill you tonight. And they're like, fuck that, fuck you. One guy's like, all right, puts down his gun. Shadow fucking kills everyone but him. He's just left there, and then he just tells him by his name. He's like, go home to your family, work hard, and support them. Wow. And the guy's just like, I'm out. I'm not even going to respond. I'm just I'm out. Um, shipment turns out to be a fake, which he kind of knew, but he just wanted to kill one of the guys that was there. So then he gets sent to China from the U.S., and he gets this like kind of chaperone that he's basically, he went to college on like a football scholarship. Mm-hmm. Didn't really, you know, study or anything. and But he's all about America. He's like, America, America. Like, he's got a great public face right and that's why he's kind of there but he doesn't know that like the shadow knows that this is why you're here so shut up but he doesn't know it so he's constantly just like i'm in charge here and they're like all right well what's your plan he's like i don't know do what that guy says you know that sort of thing but you know and that kind of gets old but then when you figure out oh this is why you're here you're here to actually be the face on the reports that go back to america and they're like okay we need to improve our intelligence system because at the time, it was like, oh, it's all wishy-washy, whatever, to got no funding. And this is kind of the mission to show, this is why we need funding, so we can prevent shit like this. And uh, so they go to China. Some Germans hijack their plane, and like, and the, the Shadow knows it, and he's there with like a chick that he, you know, he works with and everything. And he's like, you got a gun on you? She's like, oh, it's in my baggage. He's like, whew, tough break then. <laughs> And so they show up, they're like, hey, we're going to fucking kill you. Come to the back of the plane, we're going to push you off the side. Or, you know, push you out the cargo bay. And he's like, all right, yeah, that's fine. He stands up, breaks chandelier glass, stabs it in a guy's eye. You know, runs down to baggage. I mean, he's into the shadows. Boop. He just starts laughing, just maniacally. They're like, what? <laughs> what's going on? He comes up a few minutes later, everyone's dead. <laughs> You're just like, oh. This is... And that's the main thing. It's like, it has like kind of the, the violence that you expect but it's just the way it's done. It's not makes, gratuitous. Yeah, it's not gratuitous, and it just makes sense with the story. Right. And the character is just super cool. Like he just plays it cool all the time because he's like, I get glimpses of the future, so I don't really worry about shit. Mm. Um, at one point, this boat gets sunk, and he just takes his, you know, his lady, and he goes down. He's like, All right, hold tight. She's like, What's going on? He's like, So and so is extorting his position of power, and it's gonna gonna cost the ship a lot of lives and that's it but they survive because they're in the perfect spot in the boat to survive the the explosion um it's just it was so much better than i expected it to be right. i can see why everyone kind of should was raving about it. it yeah really makes me worried for what they're gonna do in the next one because you know it's not garth ennis like he left a book in a great spot and he tells a complete story right and so... now you can kind of do whatever you want but i really kind of almost hope that they stay Pre World War Two in a way, just because it we'll fits see. better in that time, or it was just it was just cool. It was cool not to have so much like 
focus on the war going on. It was like a lot of people talking about war rather than anything else. Right. So, I don't know. It was really good. The art's fantastic. Yeah, it looks really good. And, I mean, the funny thing is, so, you know, we always bag on Dynamite for having a billion and one covers. The entire back 40 pages of this trade paperback are all covers. I'm not even exaggerating. Well, 40 fucking pages of covers. I mean, you kind of... It's like, here's all the Altross ones. Here's all this guy's. Here's all this guy's. And I'm like, I don't particularly care this much. I get it. You guys paid a lot of money, so you're going to reuse this as much as possible. How about you make a poster? Make some posters. Yeah. People like posters. I'd buy a poster. Yeah, seriously. Especially this one Alacross cover where he shows what the, mat, the the shadow looks like when he's not wearing the the red scarf around right. his mat. Skull. Sick oh, as fuck. I was like, tight. that's cool. And it was almost like, he's already dead. You know? Like... He's already dead. He's just a functioning ghost. That's actually kind of sweet. It was. It's awesome. So, make that a poster, dynamite. Seriously, they should. It's fucking rad. <laughs> no, Kevin, we won't. We already did. We don't like the poster game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough game to get into. So tough game. Uh, yeah, I don't know when it comes out. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have read it. You can definitely just go ahead and pick up the singles digitally. Like it's worth it. Like this. Like I said, this is some of the Garth Ennis's best work. And I don't know, his just he really loved the character, so he was like, oh, you're giving me a shadow? Fuck yeah, I've been waiting for this. But he just does it. He makes him so relevant of a character. He doesn't, you know, the book happens in another era, but he doesn't write it cheesy like, oh, I'm writing this as if it's the 1940s. It's just coming off comic. You know? <clears throat> like timeless. like Exactly. Yeah. So uh, the villain's really good, too. You're only as good yeah. as your villain. Like the... He's just double-crossing, because they're both just double-crossing, using people, whatever. Like, they're playing the espionage game very well. A little spy versus spy? Yeah. And it's just got some great moments, like, especially when the 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 bad guy is kind of betraying his own general and stuff. He's like, hey, by the way, I'm fucking betraying you. And he's just like, now you're dead. And you're just like, oh, sweet. Because you just really didn't even need it. Like, you could have just walked away from that, but he was just like, hey, I'm going to be an asshole just a little bit more. Enjoy. <clears throat> well, it's, <clears throat> as much as I love Garth, um, it's nice to... I guess it's probably refreshing to see him pull out a story like this. I mean, you kind of always know he has it in him. Yeah. But to actually read it, you're like, oh, this is fucking cool. Yeah. So, yeah, if you didn't read The Shadow like me, you just kind of were like, whatever, Dynamite, I don't got time for your bullshit. Yeah, and sometimes it comes in like a bad time where you're like, oh, I got so much going on, or it just gets lost in the shuffle... Or it's something you normally don't pull or whatever. And then you're like, oh, well, I want to check it out, but shit. Yeah. And I, I haven't read Masks yet, but I I did get the first issue that came out a week ago. And I don't know, maybe I'll talk about it again in the next podcast. Or maybe I'll wait till there's like two of them. Because right. it's, it's Alex Ross and you kind of don't know if there's going to be a delay or not. But um, yeah, I mean... Really surprising. I'm definitely gonna interested in trying out their other. I, like I already read some of the Spider, but I want to see how the Spider ended. Oh yeah. And I'm just kind of more interested in their pulp line now. I'm like, wow, you're actually handling this really well, and not just like we got these characters, we're fucking them up. Kind of like what they did with Green Hornet, where they were like, eh, some of the books were very respectful of the character, others were just like, we're we're just using the license as much as we can. Well, so. yeah, maybe it took the Green Hornet to get them on that track to yeah get their pulp game together maybe that's see something soft you can sales and shit they had yeah maybe that's something going forward that 
you can trust dynamite with, dare I say it. You know what I mean? That becomes like they're not really so much niche. You're still gonna have to get all those covers though. Yeah, I mean if they calm down on the, I mean the covers are just gotta be big business for them. So yeah, it's that variant game. It's a, it's a, it's a hustle that no man can win. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, so what have you been reading? Um, I read the colder, colder part two. God, I hope it's cheerful and bright. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> um, it's the basically that dude that's been frozen in a way. But, right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, they can't figure it out. It's not like literally frozen, but and he's kind of not aging, if I remember. Right, correctly. he's almost in this okay. weird like pseudo stasis thing. Um, you he last issue he comes out of it. He's like, hey, yo, bitch, and the chicks that's taking care of him's like, what? Whoa! Yeah. We still have manners. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, snap. So he's like, hey, let's go out. So they, he just starts walking around, and she's like, whoa, whoa, I got a bunch of questions and this, that, and the other. And you need to present some answers, asshole. Yeah. So he's he attempts to. He starts ex- trying to explain shit, and he's like, oh, I can uh, take you to these. There's you know, there's things out there. There's people that are hidden. So he talks about these other places and worlds and. Like, people carry it with them sometimes. So you're walking down the street, you see some guy fucking talking to himself. He's crazy as a fucking crazy gets. <laughs> $2 hooker on half off day. So he's just like, yeah, because you know what's causing him to be, you know, fucking cuckoo kachoo? Like the, like the, I think it's called the hungry world. So he basically takes her to this other realm. And it's just like all these. His caretaker? Yeah, he that can, seems very irresponsible. Yeah, she, well, he's like a frozen. I, just, I know I just met you, but and this is crazy. Let's go to this hunger world. At least you didn't say call me, maybe, dude. I was kind of doing dude. that, but yeah, it's just all these. It just looks like some like slums floating. Oh, it's kind of cool though. Yeah, it looks kind of like a little. I don't know, it's just like a Lego house almost in a way. Well, yeah, it's these weird. Like the buildings are kind of like stacked on each other, kind of weird and. She's just like, you know, what is this? And he's like, you need to calm down. Cause I'm not cr- getting paid enough to deal with the it's the, it's the hungry world. It's the hungry world. Everyone's hungry. If you keep acting like a meal, gobble, gobble. And there's all these, like, cloaked, like, dark city type motherfuckers walking around. And uh, they're like, these guys are like, oh, these dudes want you to be fucking crazy. And th- so that that's well, their that's thing. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And it kind of, like, seeps into our world. And... The Declan guy's got her there with the crazy bum motherfucker. The bum motherfucker's grabbing his leg like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm sure. Well, he brought the bummy guy too? Yeah, the bum dude was kind of like the key to the jump because they were looking uh, for people. He was like, not her, not him. So he was like tapped into it and didn't This know dude's it. official. Yep, this dude's real crazy. And basically... <laughs> <laughs> this dude looking a real fucking crazy leg. Yeah, so the dude's like, hey man, close your eyes. And they kind of warp back. And then the old dude, the old bum motherfucker's like, dude, the voices are gone. I'm not crazy anymore. You're welcome. Yeah, so... McDonald's is hiring. Yeah, so he gives the dude daps, and he's like, thanks, motherfucker, for making me not crazy. And then he just doesn't get a job. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just lays down on the street. He's like, ah, oh, now I can finally get some sleep. And then... uh so he goes on to explaining that, and he and she's like, "Oh well, you know, what the hell?" And I can't remember that. I can't remember the other dude's name. 
Oh, Mr. Uh, Spring Hill Jack or some shit. I forget his name. They didn't really say his name, but he goes around. He's the guy that can just, he caused that dude to kill himself in the cell to take his like color yeah. essence. He does it to another chick. She's like out and about on the town and she's like, oh, like, what do you call it when you're um, scared of public places? Oh. Like an agrophobe or something. Or... I forget what it is, but uh, what is it? Agoraphobe. Yeah, oh, that sounds yeah, right. Yeah. So he basically preys on her, takes her fucking shit, and then the Declan and the chick are back at some little coffee thing, and he's trying to explain to her like what's going on, what's going on. Why would he waste his time explaining this to a person he just met? I don't know. So but, is that his way of dealing with it? You think, or is it just like kind of crappy writing? Well, he's like human beings are basically walking, talking bags of ego. We think we know everything. We're all hidden in places. But deep down, so he's like, I'm going to take you there. I'm going to show you what happened back in the day. So she closes her eyes, and he kind of takes her to, like, this. I would not the, want to have coffee with this man. The ward of the state, or basically the where the crazy house that he was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, though, because they're, like, walking around like normal, and the flames start showing up, how it got burned down and everything. And all the people inside the ward can interact with the, the caretaker chick. They can? Yeah. So oh, because they're all nuts. And yeah, all so like... she's seeing shit, and she's losing her fucking cool, and they're just like, hey, bitch, welcome to the crazy house. And she's like, oh, I'm going crazy. Welcome to the crazy house. And they... <laughs> I had they nowhere else that. to go with that. No one else wanted to hear that. I just don't even know why I did it. Disregard and move on. So basically, uh, the fucking Spring Hill Jag dude shows up in there, and they're like, oh, we got to get out because he's going to come. He knows you're fucking in here. Uh-oh. Yeah, I feel real. I forget what his name was, was like Handsome Jack or some shit. And then basically, uh, that's kind of it. Huh. Like he just playing. Basically, he just like brings the whole world to her. Like basically gives her the rules of the world, and conveniently explains everything for her. He kind of the reader. He kind of does. He kind of lets you know what's going on. But the only thing I didn't think I was like, wouldn't this drive her insane? Like. Yeah, you I just took her so. on these like crazy. Just the first one alone, she would have been like, "I'm in shock." Yeah, that's the thing I didn't get. Like, I mean, it was cool, like what he was explaining and stuff, and like, kind of seeing the rules of it. But I was just like, "Well, she would be insane right now," or at least peeing her own pants or something. Yeah, it's it's almost Not like like, hey, let's go get coffee. And then dude catches him on the streets. He finally comes face to face, and. I don't know. It's like it's kind of cool, but it's kind of like I don't know if there's a reason she's not affected by the wonkiness of it all, or hmm. I, I forgot. I'm sorry, I forgot that guy's name, but the main bad guy. But well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Some people are gonna enjoy it, the others are not. I don't know. I mean, it kind of sounded interesting. You before we started this, you told me you were like, I didn't like that book. I didn't like it just because of the facts. Like, I, because I, I read it and I was just like, well, why isn't she affected by it? Why just kind of jumping all over the place? And it just felt like an explaining issue. Hmm. But then, like, when I read it again. I kind of appreciated what they were trying to do. Like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of cool, the ideas, but I don't know. Like I said, maybe they'll explain why she's not affected. Maybe, maybe she's a, a descendant or she can do the, I don't know. She has the juice too. Who knows? <laughs> she got the power. Yep. All right. Well, my turn. Sorry. What's with me in all the really terrible singing today? 
not my forte. Um, well, I read a week ago, My Little Pony. Dude, My Little Pony's and popular. I, I want to talk about that. Oh, well, yeah. Was it everything you thought it was going to be and more? Yeah, not more. Just everything I thought it would be. Really just... Pon- ponies having a good time. Yep. Getting 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 real pony with it. Well, I mean the basic storyline is Vision of the Body Snatchers, My Little Ponies. Damn. That's it. Sounds heavy. It's not. Oh. It's not all. Damn. That's it. I mean it was a comic book. I'm sure children would really like it. I didn't understand any of it because I don't You don't speak brony. I don't speak brony, pony, nothing. They're trying to get some marks. Oh. That sounded like something I wouldn't want to get, personally. Maybe it's I don't want to be marked. Isn't that the shit that they get branded with on their side of their haunch? I guess. But that's the thing that bothered me. These little little ponies that I was following, they didn't give a shit what they got their marks in. They were like, whatever. Farting. Hustling. Give me a mark and farting. (laughs) So they get marks in the dice game? Do they get, like, some dice on their butt? I guess. That's pretty cool. I don't know. What if he like stabbed another pony? Does he get like a switchblade on his butt? I think he get kicked out. And you, have to... <laughs> you broke the pony code. Yeah, you got to go live with this other evil pony that's doing the body snatchers thing. Oh, there's an evil pony. Yeah, there's an evil pony. I don't see the Kidnaps problem. Kidnaps the three ponies that you start with, whose names are like barely given to you. Right. And then like Ted, Greg, and Ted again. <laughs> no, something stupider. And then they're like, hey. Better come get these three ponies before that comet comes over. And they're like, "What? That's got to figure into something. What is her plan?" And I'm like, "I don't know because your plot is really thinly veiled." Let's keep you hooked. Yeah, they have a library. They all use telekinesis to access the library because they don't have fucking hands. Okay, here's I the was thing. Like, that how library. They, how do they read books? the books? Because their eyes are like on the side of their fucking heads, right? Oh, the panel, the panel shows it. Not you like know, literally on the with their head turned every time. Oh, so. the good eye, the good pony. Yeah, eye. there are some. Um, see if I can find it real quick. Some images. I guess they could look head on. They don't have a real big muzzle. Well, there is a head on image that's like creepy as fuck. Like I saw this one. I was like, is this a kid's look? Because I'm like, creep- just, I'm they, creeped out. I'm just like, real. They have like these little weird snouts, so I guess they can read. They got huge yeah. eyes. They could read anything. I take it back. Pretty much, yeah. I can't find it. But there's this one. There's this head-on one where you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? Well, I'm pretty sure it's terrible for radio to show me a picture, but <laughs> I see what you're I doing. I can at least show you the... And we can have more colorful... It's there a... it is. There it is. Look at that. Oh, that is what creepy. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It looks... Page. Actually, I don't know. It's a digital... Aaron just gasped. it looks a little scary for kids. Yeah, like that. I will say this is a pretty fucking dark story. It's for children. chatty looking too. Oh yeah, no, everyone has a fucking line of dial. <laughs> Everyone's got. There's seven to say. ponies. I thought it was one. I was like, I can't tell who's talking. It's so you're telling a... me five out of five for children? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's all you need to hear. Yeah. Interesting enough, there's a uh, Metacritic of comic book site out there, and I gave two scores to the book. I gave it five out of five for kids, and I gave a real score of three for five, because I have read worse comic books in my life, sadly, so I had to go, you know... Be honest. Yeah, I was like, to be honest, this wasn't that terrible. Did I... Would I I come back for another issue? No, absolutely not. But was this single issue 
legitimately average, yes. But they took my kid's score. I was like, was it not clear that by the two scores, kid's score, regular score? But, hey, you know, whatever. I'm just disgusted there's a Metacritic for comic books. Well, probably should be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking... This art... And that's the other thing. There's, like, three different sizes of ponies. You got, you know, like, a little kid one, your teenage one, and then your adult one. They all look the fucking same size. Do you? Yeah, I don't... At one point, the mom, I guess, was yelling at their kid. I was like, you're the mom? What the fuck? Did you have a little... The same size. Who gives a shit? I... Not for me. Is it just... I'm not trying to bag on it. It's just... It's right. not for me. I can... I get it. People are into it. There's an audience, so... Here There's a large-ass audience. I mean, there was, like... 40 fucking covers for this book. See, the, the thing is, is uh, Dustin's kind of downplaying it. Uh, you're going to see him on the streets with the iHeart uh, pony shirt on and <laughs> no. a little tail sticking out of his pants. Oh, God. And telling no, him, don't judge me. Don't judge me. I love the ponies. Uh, I think at that point, I'd have something that would say bronies on it. That's true. Gonna... You probably wouldn't go that path. You strike me as a... A, um, a purist? A purist, yeah. <laughs> totally. And this one has a little... Those apples? That's apple bottoms that you said. And that you, that no, you, I was corrected. That's, and that's not the one I was even referring to. Yeah, so said, there is an apple bottom. She has three apples on her bottom. Apple bottom. Nope, Done. You're going to yell that again. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't that. know how you get your marks. What is that mark? It's like a flaming tire. That's sweet. It's like an eight ball. <laughs> that means she did some time. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the, she's in the, seen the inside of the ranch. Yeah. There's even a donkey there. I don't know. He's wearing a goofy hat. They make him. Fun of him. They make him do all the shit jobs. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He said mule. They're like, hey, mule. I took a shit in the corner. You clean it up. He's like, I've cleaned up many a shit in this hat. <laughs> sweep, sweep. Don't ask how I'm holding this broom. He's using his telekinesis. Yeah, or some shit. So there you go. I read My Little Ponies. And it wasn't even the book I wanted to talk about, but I just saw it and I was like, I gotta say something. My Little Pony, My Little Pony. Is that how the song goes? I guess. I just sounded good. Felt good. Went with it. They should uh, contact you for the theme song. They're like, listen, asshole. We got a real person. <laughs> we had like bands interested in this. We had to auction this shit or bid this shit out. <laughs> auction it. We're going to be rich. <laughs> so there it is. See me, see me of a peak thrills you again for another hour of power. They're like, I didn't like any books you talked about. <laughs> yeah, this podcast was very weak. You will hear about it on my iTunes review. Hey, thanks for doing that. Yeah, thank you. If that's the route you were going to take is to review at least three at least. Wink and a wink. Wink, wink, nudge, you nudge, know. say to them all. Governor, pip, pip, cheerio. See you next week and all that. <laughs>